today we've got a very special guest, a pioneer in the grime scene, Danny Weed. That's a big intro. Big one, isn't it? I'll take that, yeah. You deserve that one there. Don't know about that. (laughs) How you been? You good? Yeah, good. Good, all good. So you've had a long career music now, haven't you? How how far back are we talking? Do you know what? I, I do always lose track of when it was exactly that we started, but I got into DJing from school. I was a, I was DJing in school, so it started obviously before the grime thing started. I was into music before that. So um, what, were you talking garage or yeah, like garage, jungle? Yeah, garage, okay. garage. Yeah, I was massively into Heartless and Precious and that. Precious, uh, what was they called? And Swirly. I used to go from school to Riven Division, to do what everyone else used to do, go and buy, get bumped and pay £5 a record, you know, or like not be given the the right tunes, you know, because they had the, all the good tunes were yes, tucked yeah, underneath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, um, it took a while to sort of worm your way in to sort of even get them ones that are tucked underneath that little section there. But... Um, yeah, so that's where it started for me. Bought a set of decks, like what was your first decks? decks? Sound labs. Sound labs, yeah. So that's how it started, and obviously, I grew up on the same estate with Wiley, Target. Them not used to hang about with my older brother, so we all. So who's your tell the people who your brother is if they Don P. So he right. was with Page Go. Yep, with G and Target and that, and um, but so we all grew up on the same estate. So obviously, I used to come home from school. Or wherever I was going, because with my record bag and like go and have a mix, and them lot used to do. They was doing drum and bass at the time. I think I don't even think they wasn't into um, garage. They was ish, but oh, they all started. It was, it was drum and bass. Jungle, they was doing it? drum and bass jungle definitely. I'm sure they knew about garage, obviously, because it was massive. But like, they wasn't doing it like they was didn't have a show on rinse doing garage or anything at the yeah. time. Um, so was they just mixing in the bedroom and all of that lot like with me they was coming to they used to pop round to mine and have a mix Wiley used to pop in and up with your brother sometimes, with me with oh me. with you my brother never used to play then me and Wiley I think what happened was me and Wiley started sharing a record bag like Wiley I heard about that story yeah. how did that happen how did you start sharing a record bag with him um I had a load of records <laughs> 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 he used to go no but he used to have links in Riven Division or whatever, do you know what I mean? So he'd go and get a couple tunes as well at the time. And um, he started DJing. He wanted to DJ on Rinse. He was de- I think G gave him a, a show. He used to mi- have a mix up Rinse sometimes. Who was it with him, Target and Maxwell? Was it even before that? Before then? They used to do Jungle, didn't they? Yeah. Before that. But there was in between Jungle and Garage, there was a little gap where they wasn't really Ladies going. Hit squad? Yeah, yeah before yeah. that. Oh, okay. They wasn't really going hard, going up, doing radio and all that all the time. There's definitely a gap where they sort of tailed off from doing drum and bass, jungle. Yeah. To jumping straight onto garage. I think G and that used to do it straight away. Obviously, um, Slimzy was still doing, was doing garage, but he was, Slimzy was quite different. He was sort of mixing, slow down, drum and bass. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing all that, doing different stuff. Um, But yeah, so it was before that a little bit just before that period. And um, yes, me and Top Wiley used to share a record bag, basically. I'd basically come and take my records if you're going to go and have a mix. Yeah. He'd add to the record bag. He'd be able to get some bangers. Perfect. I don't mind. It's all mix and match. So after that, Wiley was started Ladies Hit Squad. I was 
part of it as far as I was concerned. Was yeah, 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 I was part of it. So me and Breeze was in Ladies Hit Squad as well. But that is when I think people like G and Slim and Wiley, Target, they started to f- notice that actually this is becoming a f- thing or could be a thing. Yeah, so they, but what would happen is they just started to develop quick. Do you know what I mean? That whole process just basically started, the the ball started to move, like with pay as you go and whatnot. Um, I'm not sure when the transition was basically that Ladies Hits got basically become, they decided to form it as pay as you go. I'm not sure what time or when that exactly happened, but that's basically, they. that's what happened. I think, it, I'm sure, I'm pretty sure it was Maxwell, Wiley and Target. That went off. With and G. that basically just joined up with G Slim, Plague Ace because it was Plague and Ace and Ace. Gif. Yeah, but mainly Plague and Ace, right? And Gift. Yeah, because Slimzy was with Plague, with Plague and Ace. Yeah, and Paco. weren't it called what? something else like the Slimzy? The Pajigo Go Show. Um, I know Slimzy. What was it? S double P. Was it S double P? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had their own thing. Um. So then them lot merged together and pay as you go. Was you do was you thinking, oh I wanna be because your brother was like part of pay as you go. You no, know right? I never ever thought, oh I wanna be. Never thought like felt left out or anything because or did I? You sure you didn't? <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't think I did. I just enjoyed the ride, if I'm honest. What was the ride like? Obviously seeing your brother um, like on the hook of champagne dance and like Heartless, uh, by that point, I was in a mix of it. I like the Heartless crew in the Clash. It's tough, right? Because obviously, in one hand, your idols in it. I'm a massive Heartless crew fan, not gonna lie. Yeah, so they're sick. So, um, on the other hand, you don't want your your lot to lose a battle. And I think I wasn't there that day. I didn't go, you wasn't, didn't go to the rave. Um, but the way it played out, I suppose, if you've already been on and rinsed your whole set for an hour and then them lot turn up, it's <sighs> curtains anyway. What of course it is, yeah. How are you going to do what I mean? You've already said, you've already blown your back out doing all your best bars. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that probably never went down well. But them lot did say, they was like, it wasn't. It's getting booed. I think they got booed off stage, didn't they? Yeah, yeah obviously sure when got... hot. When I say players go, you say dead. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. See you later, mate. Curtains. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're glad you weren't there, isn't it? Of course, it wouldn't have bothered. It's not my. I've, no, maybe I would have thought. Like, do you know when you get embarrassed for someone? I thought oh, it's a bit. Yeah. That's a tough one to watch. But, so yeah. players, you go starts happening. Yeah. And so at this point, you're still DJing, yeah. Just you breathe, scratch, just yeah. do everything or rinse. So by that point, like. A, loads of bits have been missed out in the mix of that obviously me and Scratchy and that was MC and DJing from before way before that period okay what you up square Scratchy had decks in his house I had decks in my house we all used to hang about on the same we used to go to each other's houses and mix go to other people's houses go to house raves around the area like do you know what I mean you're famous in your area so first. you know was quite faces in like in your estate yeah. and then on like at school you go to some like go to a birthday party or a house party or something you DJ there you're basically famous do you know what I mean mm. um, so that was all before that period before um, Ladies Hit Squad um, I can't remember either the transition where it was just decided that 
roll deep is happening as well. So, I mean, in amongst that, that quickly happened. It happened. How, how did that quickly quite... happen? Was it so? Was roll deep sort of still? Was roll deep happening while pay as you go was still going on? You got to remember, roll deep is basically a group of friends that we was always in. That was basically already a group of. Do you know what I mean? We're a group of friends first. Yeah. Um, so that was already happening. I suppose it was just about, it was just a case of, in all honesty, it's a case of, again, Wiley sort of saying, right, this is what we're going to, this is an idea. I think Flowdown come up with a name and he probably had a, a random idea about it too. But, um, oh yeah, also Carnage and Flowdown had a show around that same time. Yeah, they were yeah. doing the same thing. Sorry, don't mean to write. Yeah, because they, they said that on Carnage. the, the, the Graham History lesson. Yeah, let's not forget, obviously they done that too. Do you know what I mean? So... So you was all scattered around. Yeah, so you had yeah, Flowdown yeah, and Carnage. Yeah. Mm. You had uh, Wiley over there with Pay As You Go. Yeah. And then you, Breeze, Biggie. Yeah. Scratchy. Scratchy. Doing their own thing as well. And, but you've got to remember, I suppose, as soon as radio finishes, we all go back to the same estate that we all hang around together 24 hours a day. Do you know what I mean? Seven days a week. So at some point that was going to happen anyway. So do you remember the initial conversation where Wiley or whoever said, look, mm. I'm cutting out of pay as you go or pay as you go is finished? I do remember that conversation, yeah. Go on, tell me. Um, they'd gone for a meeting. Pay as you go had basically done... They There was basically a big record deal in place to sign... Because remember, this is now is quite late after, but... Pay as you go have been popping because they was massive at one point. So after I mean. Champagne Dance, yeah. After Champagne Dance, they'd gone to have a big meeting about Pay as you go signing Pay as you go on an album deal, right? And then Roll Deep coming after them. Oh really? Yeah. So, but all all included like all collect like a collective. So the deal would have included Pay as you go with a Roll Deep album to follow. With Dizzy on it because Dizzy was all over the Pay as you go album. He was, yeah, all over the Pay as you go album. Because yeah, Dizzy was knocking around with Wild in the Pay As You Go yeah. lot. So yeah, so what happened at this meeting then? Uh, what was the conversation? I, I know you wasn't there, but they basically they had. I'm sure it was a big deal. I'm sure it was like eight hundred grand or something. For the sure, lot. I'm sure it was. It was a big money deal. Yeah, I remember like hearing a crazy figure, mm. and the classic Wiley turned around and went, "Actually, not doing that. Change of plan." Why though? Roll deep. If it was that much money on Is the table, that... but to be fair, there was loads of you, so that. Yeah. Why? Why with Lee? <laughs> this always ends with. <laughs> it's always a big why, yeah. but you never could get to the bottom of why. I think. I don't know. Maybe he just didn't feel. I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't answer that question. Why I decided on that day? I've got my own reasons to why. Maybe, but that we was his friends that he'd grown up with. Maybe do you know what I'm saying? That's the collective that he spends most of his time with in the studio, and that's his. But the thing is, though, there was you're saying there was a roll deep deal to come after. Yeah, yeah, I know. Look. G will tell you more. He'll know more details about it. I obviously just heard the back end of the story, but like, we would have been up for doing it. Do you know what I mean? It would have been great. To be honest, I don't even think I was producing then. Maybe I was. I must have done. But um, yeah, we would have taken that deal all day long. That would have been fine for me. Mm. Um, and everyone to be a collective, them go first. So, yeah, great. You know, that's probably would have been, sounds like a good idea, even thinking of it now. Do you know what I mean? So it's like part of the development but yeah 
So, Pajigo ends. Well, not ends because it still, was still going on, but mm. Wiley, Flo Dan. Yeah, left. so that after that, it was just sort of trickled out. It was like, I suppose, probably hard feelings from them lot because you're like, why are we not doing the deal? It was like, they was destined to oh. go up and be pop stars. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I never, didn't was. think of it like that. Well, yeah. they just had a hit with... Champagne dance. Was that going number dance. 13 or something? Yeah, so they just yeah. had a single deal with that. Yeah. You know, they was destined to go and do to do stuff. They had the big budgets to go and spend. Mm. Um, and just, you know, Wiley just some float likes to throw a spanner in the work sometimes. Mm. So that's what happened with that. So what was the original idea for Old Deep? Was it just going to be a collective? Was it a crew? Crew, yeah. So what was your role? So you was just um, one of the DJs. Was it, was it you, uh, Carnage, Bionics, yeah. at the start? Was yeah. the three main DJs? Yeah, Bionics right? was a little bit later. Oh, was he? So yeah. Okay, what was the... Was you one of the original members, right? The yeah, originals, yeah. yeah? Roll Deep, definitely, yeah. So what was the first sort of members you remember? So it was me, Wiley, Carnage, Flodan, Breeze... Scratchy, Biggie Pitbull. Was Bubbles around? Bubbles was around. Yeah. Um, oh, don't don't let me forget everyone. Who else was in it? Dizzy, of course. Dizzy was an original. Chamacabee. Yeah, he was. Yeah, definitely an original. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's about it, right? Have I forgot anyone. No, you should. You need, you need to tell me, Dan. He needs to tell me. I can't think of more than 10 names straight off the bat. Anyway, whoever, if I forgot anyone. So what happens? You just, are you just doing radio at this point? Or are you going around doing... We used to do radio everywhere. That was Wiley's thing. We'd do a radio show in every possible chance we could get one. They At one point, they, I think they had a radio show in every end. So like you had South, Freeze. No, yeah, doing they freeze there. They had one bit. in North, West, South... East and then they used to go up north to do radio. Yeah, that was a little bit after, and I started to get not get bored. But I don't want to travel. They want to go every single where to do radio at one twelve, one in the mornings. You know what I mean? So when did um, Roll Deep start getting serious? Do you feel not uh, getting serious? But where are you thinking? You know what? Like we're making a bit of noise now. You know, look, Dizzy, Dizzy, okay. come along, and I think everyone can say that it's like. Oh, f- from my point of view, I spelled it as like I've, I, know I've, I do music now to this day, got a label and stuff. He was like a phenomenon. Do you get what I'm saying? When was you aware of Dizzy? Was it Wiley who introduced you? Yeah, do you know, it was Target that found him. Because he used to buy Not records found off him, him but more he used than, to buy yeah, records off yeah. Target. But he, Target, heard the music and didn't care or like being busy being Target. Mm. And I think he gave the dat to. Wiley and the Wiley's good at that. I've done that with him a few times. He hears music and just goes, "Boom, that's mm. that's it," and that's what happened. He went and got dizzy, and he literally went and got dizzy and said, "Where t- this kid is staying with us? Wherever we're going, he's, he's coming." Going. He's like, right. in all honesty, I used to sometimes think, "Oh, come on, do you know what I mean?" It's like he'd go and pick him up no matter what. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Oh, what is this? Just like I don't know, maybe. Yeah, we just couldn't go, you see the vision with Dizzy? Couldn't you? Don't get twisted. He, I'm. I would credit him for like he was influential on everybody. Not, even my me producing, like mm. I 
picked up some of the stuff that I picked up was blatantly from watching him, mm. hearing what he done because he come and changed everything, really. Do you know what I mean? He was a different. He was in a different league. It's like he's a Lionel Messi type. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Um, so yeah, when he come along and sort of, when he started the music, he started making basically changed everything. It yeah, changed it what Wiley done as well. Wiley's a don and he's a genius, but you can be like he Dizzy had, had an influence for sure. On everyone, I think. Yeah. All right. So let's we'll talk about the roll deep stuff a bit more because I've got yeah. some more questions. Yeah. But let's go back to the producing side. So is it? Um, am I correct? Why he forced you to start producing? <laughs> uh, forced? Uh, Not forced, but he said, "Ah, oh, look, I've got a remix job, and I want you to help me." He was forceful in all with things like that. Do you know what mm. I mean? More like encouraging. I'd say. I wouldn't say forced. Yeah, force is the wrong word. Do you know what I mean, but yeah. yeah, he is quite. Come on, man! You can do it, bro. I've liked it. That's you know what he's like, mm. and yeah, I would be. I'm the sort of person to be like, oh, can I do that? Do you know what I'm saying? I've never done production before, so yeah, he had a remix, and he just basically said, look, help out, and I'll give you half the money. So he basically just said, get on there, play that. That's what you want. That's a kick. That's a snare. Did that's you know what he was line. doing? I've watched him in the studio loads of times, and my brother and Target. So I knew a bit what what was going on. Do you know what I mean? I didn't know what I was. I wouldn't say I'd know what I was doing. What was that um, tune? Do you remember? <sighs> Bring your love in remix. It's it actually was, a banger. Uh, yeah. What was it? The the once was nice. Was it that tune? The once was nice. No, it was the... a garage. Bring Mitch. your love in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dun, dun, yeah, dun, dun, dun. yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Actually yeah. a banger. To be fair, yeah. I don't know where it is, but that was a tune. Um, yeah, that was it. So then that was it. I'm a producer now, basically. I've done that mix. I'm like, yeah. That was the start of it. So what come after that then? Now you've your your big Danny Weed now. What come you, after that? You've <laughs> done a remix job. Yeah, what come after that? Creeper, I think, come straight away. Straight away. It done did come straight away. Really? It basically straight away. As soon as I was producing, I produced Creeper was one of the first things I done with Nick. Right, so take us back to that night, the the studio session. Tell us what exactly happened. Everyone's got a different version of this as well. Yeah, because Wiley told me a version as well that he fed asleep. He woke up and I think Wiley sort there. of heard my version <laughs> and just somehow his versions come to life. Them lot did feel fall asleep. Dizzy Wiley was in the studio producing. Mm. They fell asleep. Nick was producing now, it's like getting sample ideas and putting things together because he was a producer as well. Okay, Detton and Nick, yeah, yeah, Nick, Dizzy's yeah, 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 and um. I just see that as my opportunity. So I, mean, I was just like, yep, yeah, let me get up and get involved. So um, where did a sample come from? Tell us about... He found the sample. Clark knows where I found the sample. He so did he, sample. he found it, yeah? Yeah. But, um, yeah, he'd found a sample, definitely. I'm not sure if he found a sample after or beginning, but he was playing around with a riff. That's when I just jumped in because, you know, like... <laughs> or did you know? Like, I could hear... He's, find, he's finding pockets of places and then we just developed... The riff and the bass line and that was it. Then the night's over, do you know what I'm saying? This was late on in the night, so it was like, I don't know, probably three in the morning or something. Mm. So we didn't really finish, finish the tune, but I always want to take it. Oh, can let me take a version of it? So, so I can you, listen you, to it. you bounced it down and yeah, took it. Yeah, or like on tape or something shit I had it on. And this is no word of This is what happened. I went back. This is how it started popping. Went back to my yard. Everyone used to be in my house because I, by this point, Lots of people had moved out or whatever. Like my, I still lived on the estate, and everyone used to come to my. When my dad goes to work, he's like, "Let's just 
So I mean, party time basically. Mm. Um, so we was all listening to tunes. Chubby Dread was there. I'm ninety nine percent sure. Right. Chubby Dread was there, and he said, "This is a creeper." That's how creeper. Is that came. how the name? I'm not. He's probably gonna want royalties. Do I owe Chubby <laughs> some money? <laughs> so who was round sure. your who, who was round your house then? Chubby was there. I can't remember. They was coming to listen to whatever. I can't remember. They'd come to do something. I'm ninety percent sure Chubby was there. Who else? Would have been Jet Li was there. Jet Li, I'm so sorry. Oh yeah, that we, we did forget him actually as well. Uh, the original members. Oh, he's gonna be fuming. Yeah, he's original member. Yeah. Um, before me, let's give him that. Oh right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wiley, cre- yeah. Ta- I'm not sure if Target, whoever, loads of people. Do you know what I mean? I can't remember who was in the house. It's always fucking packed. Mm. But everyone was in there, and the tune went off. So that was it. I'm in. I'm in the game with a ch- my own tune. So, see, when you left the street, did you know you had? No, I didn't. Did I you didn't, know what you had? No, no, of course not. You didn't? No, definitely not. I didn't know what I had. I knew I'd, I knew it was a, like, felt like a banger at the time, but until everyone else's response, you're like, hold on a minute. Definitely got a banger. This is everyone's, obviously, has got a 10 out of 10 response. So, did you start battering it on radio? Or was you giving it to Target, uh, Carnage? I'm not sure what, who what pressed it up first. Yeah. Like, Wiley probably cut it on dub first. Mm. And started giving it out because Wiley is like your biggest supporter. Do you know what I'm saying? He was my biggest fan, and he'd always encourage me. Like, right, that's it. So if I've got the sniff of a hit, he's like, You're going cut he's it, running, to, like, do you know what I mean? Charging to war with me to go and make it work. Yeah. So, um, so that's what happened, and that just quickly escalated. Do you know what I mean? And it just got called Danny Weed Creeper. So let's just say to Nick, who always thinks I call it Danny Weed Creeper. It wasn't me. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah, because why is it always... Yeah, why... He doesn't get credit. I suppose it's just because I'm, I am was in the mix around the crew. Nick was an older guy that was the manager. Because at this time, he was managing all of yeah, you, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, 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 he was. So it just got called Danny Weed Creeper. Like no one said, oh, it's Nick Creeper or whatever, Cage Creeper. It Do was you think just, that um, made him? Now, even to now, he's I've not I'd not spoke to Nick for about fifteen years. Recently, when anyone asks me to use a tune, I'm like, you have to find Nick. I've not done where he is. I ain't got his number. I've not spoken to him. So I always just say you have to contact him. So that's why nothing really has ever happened with Creeper. Like you know, like loads of people have asked to use it over the years, and I just say you have to go and speak to him because. A, he's got all the parts because I made it in oh, his studio. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of so, course. So you haven't even got the parts. No, I ain't got the parts. No, of course I ain't got none of the parts. Oh, so you basically just took it and was it. cut it? Yeah, of course. I just like, I didn't even think past that. Nick mixed it down. To be honest, he mixed it and it made it sound not shit, but like it sounded slightly different. Mm. We pressed that up, pressed a thousand of them or 500 of them and everyone said, what's this? Oh, really? Yeah, what version's this, mate? This ain't it. Do you know what I'm saying? Really? This is another mix. Yeah. He'd oh, like... Oh, no. No, he tried to sweeten no. it up. It happens now. Do you get what I'm saying? Where people are like, oh, we go and mix it, fine-tune it. I've done it a thousand times. I like, overcook something mm. to make it worse. And the original vibe that was like the raw no. first ever bounce that we made on the night didn't mix, didn't do nothing to. That's the version. We had to go back and master that. And put that out because everyone complained in the shop. They? Yeah, they took it like they were saying this ain't the version. They take it like, off the shelf and that's another. Nick like put another bass under it, like a warm bass. Like basically took all the it's vibes. Trying to make it warmer, a ni- nice, nah, bro. We need but it this. We need that. It wasn't that time. Yeti version of it. How much? How many units did Creeper sell? <sighs> Fuck knows. I had money though. It was the first time I ever had money. Really? I remember that. 
we basically went to essentials. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 Jammer, Jammer used to work there. Jammer worked. I think that's the first time I met Jammer actually, or like one of the first times. We had him here the other week, and he was actually talking about. We didn't talk about creeper, but he was talking about people Working coming there. through. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that was one of the first time I met Jammer. I didn't really know. I didn't obviously didn't know Jammer, but yeah, that was might have been the first time I met him. I know he was working there. They took. Oh, I can't remember what it was. Three or six thousand. Did they cash? They used to pay cash fifties fresh ones. <laughs> That was always nice. He's going so. shopping straight away, isn't he? Definitely went shopping, bought a car, didn't have a license, just went and bought a car, shopping, whatever. Do you know what I mean? Spent it all straight away. Did you? Definitely. I saved a few, no, I had a few quid, I remember it was under my bed. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, stash of 50s <laughs> under the bed. That, like, Yeah. But that was the first bit of money that I see from music. Yeah. Definitely. Other than the 500 quid that Wiley gave me for the remix. The remix job, yeah. Mm. So Creeper comes out... Um, are you the are you the guy now? It's Danny Weed, like he's definitely not just a DJ not the guy. now. But, but people would call me and ask for tunes or like I started to feel like, oh, I could go to a people might say, Are you Danny Weed when you get to a rave? Oh, was whereas they doing I that? mean I used to go with them lot all the time as the little brother or like the little friend and you'd always see them lot having them like being famous. And like, if I went to a rave, you know, like sometimes you'd never get asked. Like, I'm not talking about everyone that come up and say, are you Danny Wee? But if one person comes up. And that was happening. That, that's enough. I used to think, fucking hell, like, he knows, like, this guy knows who I am. It's asking if I'm, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, that that started then after Creepy. So when people were asking for tunes, have you got stuff tucked away? No, I had nothing, obviously. Then after Creeper started to pop, me and Nick... Was just like okay, let's go in, and we just basically banged out the exact what, same formula. Was this tune called Bell? We, say, we made uh, like salt beef rat so, race. Did you and did yeah. you and Nick make we that made, all together? Nick made all of those together. No rat way. Race, salt beef. Did you? Uh, yeah. Roll deep regular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of those we just banged them that out straight away. Yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What salt beef? Yeah. All of them was me and Nick. All of that I did little not know that, that little period of that year or two years. Until the Dizzy story. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was all me and Nick. So what about Blue Rizzler? Me and Wiley, me and Wiley oh, done okay. that. Me and Wiley had a little Tile one as well. Me you and Wiley, that was, yeah. 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 So was that around the same time? Yeah, yeah, it was around the same time. I forgot that, yeah, of course, me and Wiley made a few bangers as you well. You did a new one, Target as well. Me and Target made Gemini one or two. They weren't as, like, they were, that was towards the end as it was tailing off. So basically, anything we used to make, we could go and print up 3,000 copies or however many and sell them straight away. But towards the tail end of that, me and Target done a few tunes that was good. They still get some of So Salt Beef, like, what was the idea behind that? I just remember. ripped the melody. We just had it. It was on one of those um, modules. I can't remember. We just took the... Everyone always asks where you got that melody. Truth is, I've just taken it off of a simple module that plays the fucking melody and you just put a different sound over it. Is that what you've done? Yes. And the bass and... Yeah, that's where the genius comes from. <laughs> Same as Rat Race as well, because that was a very abstract, that beat, that tune yeah, was... Yeah, it's like a kiddie... Uh... Dun, 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 Look, dun, dun, if you dun, think dun, about I suppose... That's why I say, I suppose it must have been... It was influenced by partly, obviously, from the music we was all listening to. Was it Dizzy? And Dizzy has got to get, I have to give it, I'd have to give him credit, even though I've not spoke to him for 20 odd years. Mm. Like thinking about it, of course, because I listen to them tunes and thinking, what is this? 
Do you know what I'm saying? Some what of them like oriental sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because a lot of your tunes sounded yeah. like that. Especially the drums. I'd say melody-wise, I'd used to have my own vibe-ish. But drums-wise, he used to use other sounds for kicks and snares that you wouldn't use. Mm. Like abstract sounds. Like I used the teal sound in Rat Race and like... Yes, yes, you did. And like yeah. the breath sound in Creeper. It was like instead of a hat, it was like a just a breath... Yes, 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 you know yes. What yes, I mean, yes, so yes, some yes. weird shit that used to just give it a little flavour that I've picked up probably from seeing him do that. Because Wiley always used to use quite straight drums. Yeah, quite. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very, very and straight, like yeah. yardy bass lines though. But yeah. Dizzy used to use more abstract sort of sounds and sort of some weird, like you say, Oriental stuff. Yeah, they they were, and then I could hear that on your and yeah, and then I a lot guess of your I suppose it's like cool. So that's where well, your I've early been influenced anyway. from them. Do you know what I mean? As I obviously as I got older, I started doing fiddling around, finding my own sort of stuff. But definitely, the first few would have been influenced of listening to what they do. Cool. So you and Nick go on this run. You're yeah. widely go on this run. How did the? How did it? How did it end then? Like the 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 you and Nick sort of combination. <laughs> That all ended the Ayanapa trip. That was it. Did you go? I was there, yeah. Right, 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 right. So you and uh, Nick's relationship obviously ended. That's the last time I see Nick and Dizzy. I don't think I've seen Dizzy once since that day. That's the maddest thing. I don't think I've ever seen him. Uh, Yeah, I don't think I've seen him. I might have seen him at an award show or something passing, but... I don't think I've seen Dizzy and said hello or anything since that holiday. So, you production-wise, then like you haven't, you're not seeing Nick anymore. Was you worried? Because obviously, you you uh, lot are making salt beef, rat race, creeper. Do you yeah, feel like? I don't think I was worried. It was that relationship like petered out a bit. It was like I don't think it was just like a Nick cut off. I don't think I see him after that though. Because him and Wiley had a little bit of a maybe fall a disagreement. Remember, because Wiley and Dizzy were signed at the same time. Yeah. So obviously, Dizzy had his career to think about as well. Like it was a big, it was a big thing. Um, yeah, it just, I don't think I sort of thought, oh shit, I've got. I wasn't in panic mode about that. But so, what way did your production go then? I just went and got my own laptop, basically, and just cracked on from there. Just learnt, um Target showed me exactly, read it down on a piece of paper. That's how you, you open up Logic. You start it like that. That's how you do it. So he's using Logic. That was it. And I just took that. So what, so was Pick Yourself Up after? <clears throat> me, and Wiley, me and Target done that with Wiley for Wiley's album at yeah. the studio that Wiley, because them days, Wiley was more like your first 10 beats is your album. That's it. So like we're going one day to make a beat for Wiley's album. That Whatever we make was going on that the was, album. Okay. That's that's how it ends. So up. so what sort of tunes was you making? What so when you sort of go on your own and Target showed you how to open up Logic, what beats was you making? I'm just trying to piece together like where we're at, where you started sort of producing more on your own. Do you remember when I'm here and stuff like that? Was it when I'm here? Heat up. Was yeah. It, was, all it, of those, was it all of that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like hardcore. Yeah. That. Cause you, so you stopped making a sort of oriental, sort of dizzy influence tunes to yeah. now it's like aim higher, sort of heat up. And yeah, I here. went through a phase of, I suppose, heat up and 
when I'm here, I still a little bit like my old tunes, roll deep regular and stuff. They've got similar melodies, just yeah. simple bass line comes in, eight bars, drops, mm. picks up, drops off. Um, Yeah, then we made like Shake a Leg, things like that. So I just used to mix them. I used to experiment more and I used to spend more time on the computer making beats, I suppose, when I had a laptop at home. Did you enjoy making beats on your own? Yeah, I love making beats on my own, man. It's like a way of expressing yourself. Let's go back to the Roll Deep days because obviously you used to talk about Shake a Leg. Mm. When did the label interest start coming The label in? interest was always there, obviously because of the Wiley interest. And after the Wiley Dizzy album, Wiley just basically paid for a big studio. Where was that? Maloko in South Oh, Maloko, right, right. Yeah. Wiley just basically paid for a studio for months, I'm talking ages. This studio cost a fortune, bro. He paid, he just rented out the whole thing and just used to let everyone come down there. Rough Squad, whoever, anyone could come, used to come down and use it. Rough Squad made a couple mixtapes there. I think they made Guns N' Roses there, mm. didn't they? Yeah. Um, the album come from basically Wiley said, right, we're making an album. Go and get a pen and paper. We're going to write down who's going on it. I've still got it indoors, to be honest. And it is exactly what the album was. It was like, really? we'll put Kano on this, we'll put this on that. That's when other people started coming in. Flowdown's on this tune. Boom, boom, boom. We'll make 12 tunes. It ended up being more than that, I think. But yeah, and we just stuck to that piece of paper. So in at the deep end, we're talking. Yeah. And yeah, that was the album. So simple as that? Simple as that. We got the record deal. Finished the album, went and shopped it about, got a deal straight away, straight away. Relentless. Relentless. Yeah. We met a few people before that. Um, and yeah, went and signed the deal. Half the money went on the studio because Wiley had not paid the bill. So we was all skin. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> couldn't even pocket any of the money. It took a lot of money though. I think we had a bill for cabs for like 20 grand or something. For Serious? Cabs. Might not have been twenty. I might have exaggerated. But it was in the thousands. I'm sure it was. Jesus, it was like more than ten grand. So, because you was out of the fifteen tunes on in at the deep end, if I remember, you produced eight of them. Yeah, I produced quite a lot of them. If yeah. it wasn't me and Wiley, because what me and Wiley had gone to, we used to use Wiley's always in the studio, right? Even now, he's always at the studio. So we popped in and um, to the Dairy Studio in Brixton. Okay. And started, he was making beats for someone else and we just made a few, we had a guitarist in and got some samples and just started a few beats. Then beats become three of the tunes that was on the road. Was it that one with the, oh, no, the, like Fly Away, the ones with Alex Mills. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Alex Mills. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Course you had the tune with the nail one there as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, people don't people know. don't know. That was that like was the first version of when I'm here. That was basically the exact same page. It was, wasn't it? Because that was on <coughs> that was actually on Aim Higher before it went on the album. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was. That's where I first heard it on Aim Higher. The first the, time I met the nail. Was it? Yeah. It was just. A, so that was a when I'm here original, basically. Same page, dun, 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 same dun, dun, sounds, dun, dun. same beat, same drums. But like that had like a flute in it, yeah. like a sort of. Uh, People don't yeah, but it's basically the same formula, the same vibe. I use, I think, I just use that. That's page. like the classic Danny Reed style. Yeah, I would yeah, say, yeah, that's what I'd think. Mm. I'd say you're known for. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I think that's what probably ended up happening towards the end. I'm just like, am I just doing the same thing for what I'm known for? Or am I a producer that does other stuff? Like, because Hark, what do sound, I make? A lot of your beats, and it was, just, it was a time where I couldn't tear 
between you and Target. I didn't know who produced what. Yeah, I suppose because we're all just influenced from yeah, each other. Yeah, because you're using all the same you sounds. Know, yeah, exactly. So now I, I can sort of just about tell. Mm. But back then... Yeah, it would have been the same. But, well, like that big snare sound that I fat used, like Wiley. Wiley, yeah, the Wiley And then it become yeah. the Roll Deep snare. Yeah. A bit targeted use it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The bass line, Wiley used the Eskimo bass line. I put it in Creeper. What Target used it? No, Target used another uh, similar sort of bass sound before Wiley made Eskimo. But yeah, we'd all just like copy each other, I suppose. It was a roll deep. You had a sound, didn't you? Because we're all copying each other. <laughs> copying each other. I think it stemmed from Wiley. Look, what Target done his own thing, but let's give the credit to Wiley because like he was the genius, the mastermind that I looked up to. Most of the time. So when In at the Deep End comes, mm. have you stopped DJing then? By that point, I was bored of DJing a bit. Like, Carnage loves DJing. And I always love DJing, but I love DJing Garage. We're not playing Garage anymore. Yeah, so you d- I didn't enjoy playing Garage. I didn't enjoy playing Garage. Did didn't you? Because I only really enjoyed a few of the tunes. I enjoyed ours, some of Nasty Cruise, a couple, like Johnny Cash, what you'd say, a couple of the ones that go off. So basically, what started happening is our set got to about 10 minutes, bruv. So we used to get to the rave. You're bringing them in. And Wiley, because it used to peak so quickly, so soon. Wiley would do Tiger. It's probably down to him, to be fair. You want to do Tiger over Eskimo or Creeper. Then we play a Johnny Cash tune, a couple of Nasty Crew tunes, some pet, like, do you know what I mean? A couple of G's, like just, there was a small batch that you know is going to go off and a small batch of the bars. And then you're left with what? The, the rollers. So then what do you them? do? Yeah. Because you've got to remember, we had come from playing... Um, garage tunes and there wasn't really finished songs it's not that you go to a show and you play a finished song it's like you're playing the main instrumentals they're gonna just go crazy on the mic and that was the set so we started turning up and Wiley would be like oh to the DJ play a few more tunes like drag the set out basically and then the one who's coming on after us do you want to come on early because I weird oh really is that how in and out we just used to go there Wiley go there and want to just smash it in within a small segment and go home and go so it home. wasn't even DJing because to be fair you're just bringing them in you're yeah really just chopping them and ch- but Carnage would love to do the whole set for them but for me I wasn't really enjoying some of the other tunes and the other like not not enjoying the other tunes I just know it wasn't a vibe for playing music like the garage days does that make sense? Is it fair to say that? Yeah, Everyone so you might did hate it, like, me for saying that. No, because obviously like you that's... DJed at quite a lot of like, I remember the, the Dugs and Wiley Clash, you was on deck yeah, for that, yeah, wasn't yeah. you? Eskimo Dance. Bionics, I see the DJ, the picture of the video the other day, yeah. Bionics was there that So day wasn't you well. getting a buzz from like... Massively getting oh, a buzz. Okay, I loved cool, that. Cool, cool. But it wasn't, I mean, towards the, it was after that because the album, was the album out? The album was out after that, right? Yeah, but yeah, I'm just talking about the period before okay, and then yeah, obviously... period before, but it was still... I don't know. I remember there's another set of Birmingham, Rico, Wiley, and it was Fuming, Lethal B. Do you remember that? And he was pulling. No, but always wind up Rico about it because he was pulling up Lethal B and uh, Fuming. Obviously, Zayn had basically just come out of jail. Yeah. So he was just. And he was a nutter, wasn't he? He's a nutter. (laughs) And he was. He's hilarious, but he was mad. So he was just like actively. Not causing mischief, but that, do you know what I mean? I suppose, and Wiley loves that. Yeah. So, like, he would have influ- he would have enjoyed that and instigated that. So, that period, it started to get messy, man. Do you know what I mean? That's as well 
played a part, I think, put me off of the whole thing a little bit. Did Toward, it? Towards the end, I know some people love it. For me, it was just a bit like, oh, come on. I think these lot are cool. Do you know what I mean? You might bump into someone that you think, like you say, they've clashed with Heartless Crew. Not saying we clashed with them, but... But you grew up listening yeah, to them. Yeah, I think they're sick. Nasty crew. They're wicked. You listen to their show. Do you know what I mean? So you wasn't... You actually like these being that. They were sick. I did their album. Some of their... I used to go to you Chubby's. You like That's why he's pulling them up. Because yeah. was like, oh, fucking Danny's pulling... He's, he's re- giving them reloads and... Oh, yeah. But <laughs> you, you go to... to be their we used to go to studio with them as well around the time. Because like, we knew Chubby Dread. Yeah. We'd all go to the studio and, meet, and like... They was popping before us, actually, wasn't they? Yeah, they yeah was of course popping. they were. Yeah, well, they yeah, had yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Such a sick tune. But yeah. like, so yeah, I suppose, obviously then, when it's all becoming a bit like rowdy all the time, it's just a bit much. So how do you, because at the time, it's like Roll Deep, it's like you had two crews in, in a way. Because, you, you know, in the deep end's happening, you are off touring, and then you're lo- listening to Rinse, and then you're hearing Jammer, Skepta. Yeah, I think trim. because Wiley gets bored quickly of that, of anything, because he's creative and like he wants to move on like most creatives do from their, from things like that. So like once the album was done and delivered, that was it. In his opinion, that's it. The promo is now to come. So the 50 Cent and all of that stuff, Top of the Pops, he wasn't really interested. I think he wanted to do, I'm sure he was there for 50, because obviously mm. he was, it's 50 cent, but um, he wasn't as interested as doing the promo, do you know what I mean? Like, look at now, his marketing is so important, but look at it, like, that's not his strong point. Did you enjoy, like, travelling around the country, around the, around the world? Yeah, I didn't always go with them. I was with Wiley. Oh, was you? Yeah, of course. That's, that's why, like, most of the time I'd be with him. What would we be doing? Going radio? Like, we're just ra- back to the studio, carrot shopping. Um... Yeah, like they lot, them lot went on tour more than I did. Carnage would have been at every single show. Oh, so you wasn't, you weren't there then. I wasn't at every single show. Was Target? Target was there more than I was. I think with the shows and stuff. Um, they used to go. They went. Yeah, they went everywhere. I didn't go everywhere with them. I think I'd either stayed at the studio or stayed back at home doing whatever we was doing. But yeah, I would have been with Wiley. Even when he was not being around the the collective, so I mean, we were still me and him was always quite close. Um, See, yeah. when you're making an album and um, you're starting to get commercially recognisable, do certain members start feeling away because they're not maybe on as of many course. tunes? Of course, that's definitely what happens. I mean. And understandably so, uh, you can see why that would happen. But um, that always has to be managed. I don't think we'd the majority of us wouldn't properly fall out because we've all grown up from knee high so even though we could argue at least we used to air it out do you know what I mean mm. there'd always be arguments for sure they was happy when they was on tour and doing all that them lot loved that performing it, it seems like it. we think about it now the people that was on sort of majority like mostly on the album was the, the original members am I right obviously Truman that was around so was Rochi obviously that's why he was oh, on yeah. When I'm Here he, he was When I'm Here he's yeah, Rochi yeah, yeah, exactly, solely yeah. um, and come to think of it he should have got more credit for that song because it's basically his bar how did that come around from him, like he can't. Yeah, obviously, up. but how did so you, he had the bar? Did you all remixed it? I think I said everyone do a bar in that 
I might have so did you have the beat him. and then Roach yeah. had the bar? I can't remember exactly how it came about, but I know he'd done the bar over the beat and then I was like, everyone just do a version of that. Or whoever it's at, you know, I can't remember exactly who it was, but yeah, he should have got more credit for that too, really. Do you think? Roach. So when did Roll Deep start to change? Where, like, when Skepta and... Oh, yeah, because I suppose when it went commercial, because obviously everyone can say, oh, we just went... When we went commercial, we fell off. That is what happened. But I mean, Wiley's, it was Wiley's idea. <laughs> you can't help it. Mm. Like, you're going to go and have that success if you've got a genius in the studio that comes up with that magic at the time. That is part of the path we went down. Do you yeah. know what I mean? What we should have done is mixed and match because all of the underground tunes that we did as well, I suppose we did do that. But did we put out all the underground tunes around the same time? I'm not sure. No, well, because we had, we had the I'm- Creeper. EP, like mixtape, mixtape yeah, like Creeper that. Volume One. That was just before. So, like I said, it was like it was too. It was all mixed up. It was like yeah, it was yeah. Too crude because basically, Wiley got bored like, of doing the label stuff and the commercial stuff because it starts to be like, oh, we're getting cheesy, and he hates that. So he went. He just goes back underground. It's like goes back to like slumming it to, with like pirate radio <laughs> and like. Do you know what I mean? So, he needs to get his. That's where he gets his energy from. Yeah, I suppose that's where he felt he got his. So energy when Skepta, Jamie, Unix Sirof, uh, Ot, what what were you what were you <laughs> thinking? Sirof, <laughs> you did, we? That's Wiley. Yeah. It's all Wiley. Look, don't, I don't so you're not bothered. You're just like let, look. Whoever's coming, around, they were, everyone was safe. They was all cool. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? So come and join in. Let's have some fun. Like that's how I see it. Not sure, hundred percent sure I see it like that at the time, but that's how I think I see it. How did, wasn't he thinking? Oh bloody hell! Like I just want it to be me and my mates, the, the original members, like you, Scratch, Breeze, Jet yeah. Bubbles. What, I what think thinking? maybe them lot see it like that. I didn't because I was making the music and I was like, and being these, the, you got skeptical and all yeah, that on your tunes now. Yeah. So Roll Deep's blowing up again. Like you've got these new members. Yeah, well, like, what do you mean, like, Skepta, Jamie, yeah. that set up? Yeah. yeah, that set up, yeah. Well, that, again, it's Wiley, he was just, he loved what they was doing because they were sick. I think he used to go and check for them and they used to spend, they used to roll together for a while. So mm. he just basically brought them, brought that to the table. And for me, that was fine. I was never had a problem with that at all. Cool. More the merrier. So what happens then? Second, how long far into Roll Deep does the second album come in? We done that independently. Street sort of. I feel this is my opinion. I feel at that point we was making our best music. Hickory, That's Hickory what Dock. I. I feel. Hold not up. just not just the ones that was on that, but celebrate that whole that. process. Celebrate that, like yeah. we had a vibe going. We was doing it on our own. We didn't have that. It didn't. It wasn't commercial. Oh, it was that. That was after in at the deep end, didn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. we was doing the music that I could do. Like, cause I started thinking, shit, I can't produce this sort. Of, do you know what I mean? That's how Shake a Leg come about. I think I was panicking. I couldn't have a like because everyone was making them like Kano, and that had some more commercial sounding tunes. And you didn't tunes. have that. I didn't have that in the locker. Do you get what I'm saying? I wasn't. So Wiley used to sample some ideas, and I used to, and I just out. So I went through a process of going. I think I'd go to my nan's. The jumble sales, she used to just take My any CDs and, yeah. and just sample like some old Indian music or like anything, so like whatever I could get a vibe from. And I think that salsa tune was us on one of them. So, oh, really? Is that yeah. how that come about? That's how so you was about. basically panicking, thinking, I need to show my worth. I need a bit one now. of these. Need... You get what I'm saying? I, I like, 
because I've always got imposter syndrome. Should I really be? Do you know what I mean? I'm blagging it because you got. I'm riding off the back of a genius. Like that's how I've always seen it. Like maybe some people say, "Oh, take some credit for yourself," but look, it's easy when you've got someone like him around. Do you get what I'm saying? It's easier for Mm. sure. So like, I'm riding off the back of Wiley. He's do you know what I'm saying? Leading the charge. Yeah, I wasn't sure if I could make those tunes there. That's how that come about. Really? Little sample idea, chopped it up, boom, everyone's jumping about. There's all drunk in the studio, that come on. Then that shake a leg was a, ju- a drunk <laughs> <Yeah>. joke. <laughs> and that, and that was the tune. The ad-libs were all in there. I'm in there jumping up and down in the ad-libs. So like, it was a vibe. It gets looked at as you've gone and made a cheesy record to go and be successful, but that wasn't the case. It was like, played. I've pl- made this mad shit idea <laughs> of a sample crazy. everyone's drunk yeah let's put let's do something with it ended up being that was the song that the label said this is the hit so that was a single uh, what else Avenue was that Avenue's the first single that was the first signal, uh, single yeah yeah did you make that Wiley Wiley was driving along cab somewhere going to Kent it was on Kent Kent radio and he's like went and found the CD and chopped it up mad so rules and regulations. Are you so you say that's your best? That was the period I, where Roll Deep was I making the best like music. That period, we was getting somewhere with what we was doing. Like we'd learned the lesson from making an album. Now we've got Trim, Roachy, everyone now skipped up. Everyone's in the studio, in and out. Rico, everyone, God's, everyone yeah. was in and out the studio then, and they was all jumped up. We've had a bit of success. Travelled the world. Like the beef has died down a bit. Not died down, Wiley's always got some sort of dramas, but, but it's died down-ish. So, like, everyone had a bit of money, seen what the success could feel like. Do you get what I'm saying? So, it's like, we got a taster for it. Now we're back in the studio and we're hungry. Dropped, by the way, as well, because we've been dropped after the album. Was Our you happy, music. though, to, like, come out of the label situation and just do you? You've probably got some money in your pocket. you produced eight of the tunes on there, so... Look, when, he, the, nice. when we first got the label, the record deal, I assumed that my life is going to completely change and that's it. Did it change? No, didn't. It must have a bit. It taught me that there's money to be made legally doing this properly from a check. Do you know what I'm saying? Not cash 50s or... no. This is a career now that you can go and have because I've got no education. I don't know fuck all about anything else. No trade, nothing. So this is it. Do you know what I'm saying? It's either this or I'm a criminal. That's it. So it taught me that you've got a chance to go and make it happen with this. Go mm. and make it happen. Take that opportunity. So yeah, that. And then when we put out that album, we done it independently. I'm sure we probably made as much money off of that. It built our studio. Did it? Yeah. I said about, okay, after Rules and Regulations, I said about the next album. And you're like, what What album? Yeah. Dan, you don't remember like, the album that got you your, your two... Number one. That album though, man. The album, I'm so disappointed. Yeah, come on, let's... Um, so, what was it? Uh, Winner Stays On. Yeah. That was the end, in my opinion. What was the end? Put some slow music on. Put it on, on a man. bed. Listen, violins, ASAP. Because... But you got two number ones out of that, Dan. Do you know what? That was the saddest moment in my musical career. That's the truth. I was going to ask you what was the, your lowest moment in your career. The, the, I think that. I'm not, I say it because I when. It went number one. I remember being depressed is a big statement. I was like on a downer though. I don't know why. Really? Yeah, I was on a downer. Emlock was on a super high and I was like, 
maybe I just knew it wasn't the right way or like did oh, you feel know. like you just sold maybe out that was like I don't know also maybe it's just you spend this whole time thinking we want it you want a hit you want a number one you get one and it's not really nothing do you know what I mean it's not nothing it's what not, you it's mean not, it's not nothing not it's not nothing but that was clearly not what I was striving for in life you know what I mean I don't know so the first number one you didn't produce did no, you no that was the Jody Connor and yeah was that good uh, what was it good times or what was the other good one good times green light was the one Gre- I produced yeah so good times was the first number one yeah. you didn't produce that didn't right produce it so now I'm like shit they're running oh, away bet, with oh, it without you, oh, me oh, either yeah, way you, you know what, what I'm saying what, what are you feeling I'm fuming bruv I'm thinking, yeah, they're gonna like this is I'm missing the boat. Do you get what I'm saying? I can only produce grime beats or like I've been doing aim high and whatever music, like that's getting ignored a little bit. Like n- people had switched off from that tell a lie, it was still popping off to an extent, but everyone's going up, going clearly had Tinchy, all of these people yeah, doing yeah, their thing, yeah, yeah. basically Tiny, making yeah. proper money, like hundreds of thousands of pounds and having hits. And I thought, I can't deliver that type of music. So I went with, I would set up a little studio with Joe away from that Roll Deep studio. Where was that? The Roll Deep one was in Lima. So yeah, no, where Bethnal, was Bethnal Green, okay. Hackney Road. Right. Um, and we basically tunnel visioned, we're going to do the next thing. Do you know what I'm saying? We need to, need to make the follow up. I've got a window of opportunity. I need to make a hit to follow good times. Like, yeah. It wasn't easy, to be fair. But. I had a superpower on my side. I had Angel and Cassa, so Parallel and Vicky, the guy, you know, Angel, the singer. Yes. I had a link to him through a publisher that was, that Joe used to go to university with, Mark Gale. So he was like, he had just signed or was looking to sign Angel as a songwriter. And he was yeah. like, said, I'll send him down to the session. So we had these songs. I had we had green light the instrumental and I knew that was it that was the banger we needed a song so we had loads of people try it they come down I was just like you know when you're just praying please just write something that I can go to Wiley and say this is the source I know I've got the beat I know he's gonna like that vibe but I need the I need the song on top of it I come back in 15 minutes they wrote that bruv that's like they sung it live. When I got back, they was just in smoking weed. I went for a walk around the block, come back. I said, leave them in there, come back. He's like, yeah, 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 we've done something. They sung it. I was like, that's it, done. Yeah, but you called Job done. Called I knew straight it away. was it yeah, yeah. straight away. You know, like there wasn't an if or a but. I'm like, it's it, straight away. Put the verses down, put the chorus down, sent it to Wiley, same thing. He phoned me, like, this is it, straight away. So that saved me. So did you, you went and got a publishing deal? I went and got a publishing deal and just started making, doing writing with the two guys that I've made the, made the green light with. And I suppose that was not a mistake, but that was the part of where it just come to an end, I suppose. What, for you as a producer? producer. Yeah. Why is that, Dan? I just felt out of my depth doing pop music, not my natural habitat. So is that where you started to become like an A&R, a label man? Obviously, someone's giving pay him. Someone said, I'm going to pay you money for your opinion on music. I'm like, I've been fucking doing that for free for 20 years, mate. So, yeah. sweet, give me some of that. And um, that was, I didn't know that was a job. <laughs> Someone's going to pay me for my opinion. That's it. So, you was doing that for a while. Right. So, so that is where I started doing that. And I saw, okay, there's another world where you can still be creative, still have input in the studio, still be like... Because <clears throat> everyone looks at it as, as like anti-artist, I suppose. Do you know what I mean? It was always looked at as the enemy, but 
I'm always going to be me. I'm not going to go there and try and fuck no one over. And that's what I mean. It's like I found it quite. I enjoyed that side of it from there. So what are you doing now? And then we got the label after that. Pitched up. Yeah, yeah. but the pitched up started because Wiley come to me and said, we're going to go and start a label, we're go and get a label deal with our old lawyer. And, Who was um, that, Jonathan? Yeah. Yeah. You know, we mm-hmm. all know where that goes. Yeah. Um, I'll get on with Jonathan. Good guy. Um, for the record. Yeah, so Wiley come to me and was like, yeah, boom, got a label deal. I'm going to give you half of what I've got and we're going to go and you know do what we said we should have done ages ago three days later he said <laughs> so he gave it to you and t- no tar- no Target was all tar- obviously Target's always been around but I mean yeah. at this period Target was starting to do radio and that after the Roll Deep stuff started to drop off I suppose he'd done the consultancy thing with me at Universal yeah um, yeah so we obviously he was just already involved in that anyway but when Wiley said he's not Doing it. <laughs> such a classic. Um, yeah, me and Wiley, me and Target took it on. So that's what we do now. We still have the label. So for Danny Weeder to producer, um, is he is he done? Definitely. I've always had a studio, so I'll never not have a studio. I've got a setup that I'll go to, and like sometimes I switch it on and crack on the same. G does the same, right? Target so, still does the same. Wiley still still makes. No, Wiley's always going to make music. But yeah, I don't. Um, I wouldn't say I don't class myself as a producer. So like, obviously, this is a Graham history lesson. So I know there's going to be a lot of hardcore Graham fans wanting to know. Like, can they get any of the back catalogue? <coughs> is any of that going to come the back? The back catalogue has disappeared. It's vanished. I have lost that years ago. And whatever laptop I made any of the beats on, that's gone. Whatever computer I made some of the old bangers on, I've not seen the, the. I don't have the files to any of the tunes, and that is so bad. So you've told me your lowest uh, moment in your career was going to number oh, my one. My lowest moment was going number one. I don't mean it like that. I mean it's just a strange, <laughs> strange feeling. Um, highlight. Yeah, that's say? what I want to know. Yeah. Sidewinder. Was that bonfire bonanza? Yeah, that, I feel like that was a. Yeah, I loved yeah. that night. Yeah. That was a sick show, man. Why, why, why? That was like the original members: Flo Dan, Jamaica B, Dizzy, Wiley. Yeah, was that the highlight? Was that the highlight of, of your whole career? Bro, the whole that- time has been sick. Let's have it right. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna put. It's not been like I've been from left school and gone and had a field day with my friends from my estate and travelled the world, gone and made money. Like the whole process has been amazing. So. It can't be one highlight, but I feel like the Bonfire Bonanza Sidewinder set was a moment that tape pack spread like wild. I feel like it had an impact for all of us. And okay. I just remember. I also remember thinking I got shot. What was this? Uh, Saint go off? A, a <laughs> shot go yeah, went off? Shocks were going off and like you were so hyped with adrenaline that I thought, shit, have I been, have I been shot? <laughs> Somebody get shot, shot, shot. No, but you know when you're thinking, bro, I might have been shot, you know, I'm enough <laughs> stoned, like it's going off. I don't even know. Like, do you know the adrenaline is so pumping? I'm like, yeah, I suppose I had a freak out, you know, when you're like, oh, no. been smoking the whole way up there. I'm like, bro, I've just been shot on the, on the stage. I went to check. I Did you? Check. I thought, let me just go and check. I went back, I was like, bro, cool, you've not been shot? No, sweet. Get back out there. Damn. But it was a vibe though, man. That was a sick show. That was a wicked show. We went back in silence. 
Did you? Oh, did you? The whole car was silent. I remember. What, was thinking, you just shocked? Like, oh my God. We were all God, just like, thinking, oh, that was mad. You know, like, Dizzy might have been in the car. I think Diz come back with us. It was like, yeah, even on the way, but it was quite an eerie, like, trip back. Really? No, like foggy night as well. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Stone, you're thinking, bro, what just happened in there? That was mad. Where was that anyway? Wilton Kings was Milton that? Kings. Yeah, all right, cool. Like super, ga- like, do you know what I mean? Going off, yeah, shots going yeah. off, kicking off, coming on the stage. To get in there was like Royal Rumble. That was a f- as well, that was part of the fun. You get what I'm saying? To get to the raves, to get in was a madness. You get there, it's been kicking off outside. Someone's have drawn to pull the gun out or like... There was a period where there's always a gun, all the time. Yeah. More so now than now, even, I think. like Really? In, in the raves. Guns in the rave. Bruv. Guns What's that feeling like rave. when you're, you've just dropped a tune and you're doing pop and like... Yeah, the shots eh? yeah. It's obviously you're thinking, like I said, I thought I got shot, but I went and got a check. But I mean, <laughs> it's adrenaline's pumping, so it's just like, them lot will say, Wiley was asking for it. Like, literally asking for it. So, yeah, we'd be uh, target, not target, sorry, Carnage. Yeah, was he was fucking story, asking yeah. for more. Loves it. I'm like, mate, pack it in. We ain't got a bulletproof vest Might get a, pick up a ricochet. Oh, damn. Um, but yeah, no, the whole journey was amazing, bro. Like, never, ever. Like, I, we all went for a cruise of Breeze's birthday the other day and we was talking, when we stopped off at the party, I was like, look, would you swap now? Like, be because if, if Roll Deep was peaking now, today, we would be million, multi-millionaires, all of us. Mm. Like, if we was in the... Because we had... We basically had a Stormzy and a Dave or a... Do you get what I'm saying? In one crew. We had... You did, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> Dizzy and Wiley, yeah. Wiley in one crew. Yeah. Like, plus, ev- the others, they would have been super... Fa- the others would have popped off. If this was today, I feel like they would have had their shot and they would have popped off properly like individually apart from Wiley who do you feel like was um, underrated yeah who do you feel like was really underrated and should have maybe had a maybe a bit of a better solo I'm biased but I like them all I thought they was all sick I put them you know what I mean they all had different characters like it was like when we used to watch Sting yeah, they was all a different character. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there wasn't one you would say. Do you know what? I, I thought think, maybe he was gonna pop off after after Will. I think Scratchy could have and should have because he, he stood that girl shoot, didn't unique. he? And then yeah, yeah, he was that same guy. Even away from his bars, just his whole character as a yeah. person, he's quite unique. Yeah, individual. Do you know what I mean? He stands out. Like mm. when he puts a verse on any of the tunes, they normally stand out. Mm. He's quite mm. a dominant voice. We all thought Breeze was technically one of the best. Yeah, skip. Yeah, mm. but um, all of them should have not, not should have been because they was they had. All They've all had very fun. good careers. We're not even saying, yeah, but I think yeah. they, yeah. If it was now, that's what I'm saying. So we had that conversation. Half of them said <clears throat> they would rather have. They were happy to have rid it out. Flowdown was like, "Bruv, give me the money now. I would take today. Fuck last time. Like, fuck the last ten years." <laughs> he might say that different now, but you know, he was like, "I'd rather be." I'd rather take that. Cool. So, Dan, where can uh, people find you? Nowhere. <laughs> yeah, because you're not. You're, you're you're hard to find, didn't you? No, so, if people want to like, find. I don't know, send your stuff and yeah. I'm on Instagram as Danny Weed. I suppose that's the only that's the only way. Dan, I've never had a Twitter. You never have, have you? Yeah. And um, yeah, that's it. That's the only place you can find me. I think. Yeah. 
No Roll Deep reunion anytime soon. Bro, we have reunions all the time. I see them lot still. Yeah, I know. We're not, we're not talking about going for a Chinese. We're talking yeah, about yeah, like... <laughs> um, I doubt it. Bro, we're, look, I hate to say it. We're old. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Them lot are going to say, we're never, you're not going to old. We're still Peter Pan. Do you know what I mean? But I mean, it's, we're older. You never not, know. It's not our era, bro. You never know, man. You might another album, maybe. No, you know? it's just, you've got to let the you've got to, you've got to let the kids have a go. Definitely, yeah, for sure. Dan, it's been a pleasure. Big up, bro. Nice one. Nice one, Thanks, mate. Thanks, guys. Keep it rinse.